0: Hi, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Word of God, chapter by chapter. I'm Carlos, and today we're on 2 Timothy 4, the last chapter of this book. 2 Timothy was probably Paul's last epistle, and in this final chapter we come to perhaps Paul's last writings prior to his martyrdom. He is writing to Timothy, a younger brother and co-worker, an encouraging and exhorting word. Timothy had been around Paul for pretty much all of his written ministry. And in this last letter, Paul lovingly and strongly brings Timothy back to the bullseye. He zeroes Timothy in on something absolutely crucial. From reading this book and this chapter, we can see that many things are in decline. Situations are discouraging. The environment is far from ideal. But Paul emphasizes as the frame of his entire fellowship to his younger brother in the Lord, Pay attention to your spirit. You have a spirit. Oh, Timothy, brother, your spirit. In chapter 1, fan into flame the gift of God which is in you. For God has not given us a spirit of cowardice, timid, weak, limp, drowsy. No, God has given you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, a spirit of a sober mind. Yes, the situation is dire. I'm very close to departing, of going to meet the Lord. But Timothy, your spirit. And now the last verse of the whole book, Second Timothy 4.22. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. The Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. What a colossal fact. God, in Christ, as the Spirit, is with you your spirit. This is the secret to God's complete salvation, the spirit with your spirit. This is why our spirit is not cowardly or weak or passive. It's powerful, it's loving, and it's sober-minded, because the Lord is with your spirit, and he's spreading into your whole being. Oh, my spirit! I hope as I'm saying this, within you, is a resonating my spirit. You have a body awesomely and wonderfully made. You have a vibrant and dynamic soul, but your body may be tired and worn out. Your soul might be weighed down and may feel restricted. You might be depressed, discouraged, or maybe you're just timid or easily affected by the fluctuating environment, or maybe a deeply personal struggle or situation. Listen, there's a part of you, a deep special part of you created by God, that the Lord is with. The Lord is with your spirit. We should declare this to the universe and to ourselves. The Lord is with my spirit. I have a spirit of power. My spirit is a spirit of love and also of a sober mind. My spirit is not weak. My spirit is not self-centered. My spirit is not cloudy. Hallelujah! My Spirit! We're learning to take our spirit as the leading part of our whole being. Rather than our spirit being affected by our soul or body, it is our soul and body that are progressively being affected by our spirit. Because the Lord is with our spirit. This is so significant. The charge to Timothy, the encouragement and all the fellowship was aimed at this. How is Timothy supposed to stand against all the decline and downward trend? How is God's eternal economy going to continue with Timothy and the other brothers? It's by the indwelling Spirit in our spirit, plus the equipping Word, the healthy teaching. This was the very same way that Paul lived and served. He could testify to Timothy now at the very end of his life, knowing that his departure was at hand, in verse 7. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Note the definite article, the. There are many fights that would love your support and allegiance, but there is the good fight. This fight is not against people or persons, but a struggle to bring forth in victory God's kingdom, to fight for God's interests, not for man's interests. Don't let society's loud fights distract you from the good fight. Then there is finishing the course. This is more than a personal calling or an individualistic path that everyone has. No, to Paul, this course that he ran on was very specific. It was to participate directly in carrying out God's economy according to God's eternal purpose. Second Timothy one nine says that God saved us and called us according to his own purpose. Not his purpose for you, but his own purpose. Then as Paul ran with this vision, God's own purpose became Paul's own purpose. Second Timothy 3.10 shows us that Paul tells Timothy that Timothy has closely followed Paul's purpose. Here we see God's own purpose became Paul's purpose. What a way to run your race, to finish the course to be involved in God's own purpose, which has become yours. Lastly, Paul kept the faith. The faith. Not Paul had faith, or Paul didn't lose faith, or I kept my faith strong. No, Paul kept the faith. To Paul, faith was a dynamic attachment, an active joint union in life to Christ, a real-time supply chain of rich grace for his existence and participation in God's economy, not just his work or his doing for God's economy. Actually to Paul, faith was Christ himself. For Paul to keep the faith was to remain connected and abide in Christ. Paul did these things by an energizing, charging, burning flame within his spirit. It wasn't his intelligence or his privileged background, neither was it his learning or ability or talents but it was a living person in His Spirit. And Paul wanted Timothy, and us two, to pay attention to our spirit. Then 2 Timothy 4.8 says that Paul realized there was a recompense, a glorious reward. And how does he describe there to whom this reward is for? It wasn't only for him, but also all those who have loved His appearing. Isn't that amazing? Loving the Lord's appearing is what Paul condenses his fighting the good fight, finishing the course, and keeping the faith too. No doubt the Lord's appearing means the Lord's second coming. We can see verse 1 of this chapter for that. But to love the Lord's appearing then, we should love and enjoy his daily appearing now. Today, look at him. Lord, I turn my heart to you. And where is he? The Lord is with you. Your spirit. He is in our spirit. Spend time with him. Talk to him. Behold him. You can just say to him, Lord Jesus, my spirit. It all comes back to my spirit, your spirit. The spirit with our spirit. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. What is grace? Grace is the Lord in your spirit, becoming your enjoyment, your supply living in you, enabling you to go on. The spirit with your spirit is the key to everything in God's economy. Dear brothers and sisters, the Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you.